Welcome to another episode of the Giant Take Podcast. I am Josh, and I am joined by my co-host, Alex. It's nice being here, being back, able to record this intro. You know, I, I had an episode off of the intro. Alex uh, was a champ right there, took it like a champ, was able to do the intro last time, last episode. But yeah, we're here. 177, training camp has begun. Injuries have begun. <laughs> Uh, just like that, two days in, we have a lot, a lot of news to talk about. And now you're probably looking at this title. If it's not in the title, it's in the description. Uh, we have our part two, New York Giants 2022 53-man roster predictions. Sort of pre-training camp. Yes, we're not exactly before it, okay? Maybe it's a couple days in, but, you know, we tried our best to, to get there. But it's basically like pre-training camp or beginning of training camp. So we're allowed to the use the The vets aren't there. The vets aren't there yet. Yeah, the vets exactly. Aren't there. So the rookies started on Tuesday, and I'm really, really, really hoping. Um, we're recording this early Thursday afternoon. If news comes out, because obviously news came out this morning for us, and this episode will be out on Friday, a week after our last episode. If news comes out tonight or this a- later this afternoon, I hate when that happens with this podcast because it ha- it happens, be- you know, it happened before. Um, let's hope it doesn't happen again. So we this is the news that we have according to 1.30 on Thursday, July 21st. So hopefully everything's okay. But we do have a lot to talk about and we have the roster to get to. So let's do that. But first, my co-host Alex, my friend... How's it going? I'm doing well. I'm waving, even though this part's not even on video, so I don't know what I'm waving for, Um, but I'm doing well. It's exciting that training camp is almost here. Josh and I are going to be going to training camp, hopefully, uh, it seems. It seems like, uh, unless something drastic happens. (laughs) Well, uh, drastic would be a uh, torrential storm during uh, Giants practice where they're going to have to move it inside, and then we have no public view of that, so... Yeah, and we won't have our umbrellas, so we'll just be huddling in a, you know, I don't know, in a, in a big puddle or something. Anyway, um, it's it's been kind of quiet up till now, but things are starting to pick up, and I'm really excited for training camp. I'm really excited for preseason, and I'm really excited, obviously, for Giants football to come back. You've been doing the posts, right, with like how many days till Giants football. I forget. I think today's, what, 53 or something? Today was, something. I believe, 52. Uh, and I did Pepper Johnson. You know, it, it's cool. Pepper Johnson. Okay. Yeah, he was a. I think he was a definitely a defensive player. I don't know if he was like a defensive tackle or a linebacker. I'm sure if I called my dad, ran, have him run upstairs. Some old heads are know. about to come over and yell at us. But um, you know, it's super cool. I always, I always love, as we know, bleeding blue and our friend Justin Pennick. Uh, they're actually, it's really sad. We're, we're crying over here. They're shutting that down. Um, because it's Justin so wants sad. to focus on other topics and do more off-season content. How dare you, Giants. Justin? How dare you, Justin? <laughs> and talking football. Um, but I don't know where that leaves our friend Nikki Snacks. I hope he has another venture to go to with John Boy Media. I'm sure I'll probably help out with talking Giants and talking football. But I think it's cool for Justin moving on to the next step. But it is kind of bittersweet because like this is that was his baby. It still is his baby. It's where he started. That's how he got his job with John Boy Media at Talking Giants. So. Um, yeah, but I love listening to that basically is what I was going with Alex. And I love watching B- big blue VCR on Twitter. He posts clips of like old giants history stuff. So I was like, um, you know, I saw talking giants, they kind of do the counting down the days, but they do like pictures of 
you know, current players or like old players. Like I saw, I think they did David Deal. And they had like a picture of him holding the Super Bowl trophy. So I'm like, let me let me try and like get videos and clips of these older guys and count down the days based on their numbers. Um, and like, I, I think it's super cool finding these giants that I've ever not really heard of or heard of a couple times. So today when I looked up Pepper Johnson, um, I looked up basically 52, who was the, the biggest guy. I look up who the biggest guy was. I was 52. It was Pepper Johnson. Um, and I, and I found a clip on YouTube of his, uh, this, this tackle that he made this goal line stop where he absolutely pancaked the running back. And, um, it, it was really fun to watch. And it's something, if you want to check it out, I just posted it on Twitter today, but normally it's, you know, viewed, uh, mainly on our TikTok, uh, the giant take pod on TikTok, And that is a daily thing or as daily as I can make it, you know, maybe I'll miss a day or two in there. Maybe there, there's a certain number that these guys, they're, they're not as popular. Not really many people wore them. So I'll like skip those days, but I've been pretty consistent with that. And it's been really fun. So what's tomorrow? 51 Aziz? I guess, unless there has been a giant in the past that I can't think of right now, that's been a little bit better. Um, But yeah, I'll look it up tomorrow and then I'll I'll probably be Mm. out. I mean, it depends because I also have to put this out. Right and the video, so it depends depends on the time. Excuses, that I got. I excuses, have, Josh. I excuses. also have to work. I apologize, but um, you know we have this today. isn't your full time job. <laughs> this isn't your full time job, Josh. Hey, yeah. listen, if uh, our boys here, the Ship It Studios Podcast Network, you know they want to hook us up, <laughs> they already have been hooking full-time. us up as as you'll hear later in the episode. But um, yeah, if they want to, yeah, we're we're know. we're nowhere near uh. Bobby's salary of oh, ha- over half a million a year, right? That's what he what he says. Yeah. We're not near that number, but we're getting close, you know? You mentioned training camp, Alex. So the those FanFest tickets came out today, and we secured those as well. So we're yes. doing very good for ourselves, and uh, hopefully we'll be there as well. So that's going to be a big week. Uh, we're planning on going. Um, we'll get, I'm sure we'll like post this on social media too. If any of our listeners or watchers want to come and say hi, we would love that too. Well, for FanFest, that's going to be that Friday the 6th, I want to say. Right or something like that, and then I think it's fifth. The fifth, yeah, because then we're planning on going to training camp three days in a row: Sunday the seventh, Monday the eighth, Tuesday the ninth. That'll be yeah. really really fun. A lot and, of fun. Um, yeah, if you if you see us, we'll probably be with the Talking Giants guys because we're friends with Bobby and Justin there, and I'm sure we'll want to say hi to them. But we'll post it we more on out. social media. We, we, we stick out. You'll see us. We we uh, we stick out. Josh is pretty tall, so you'll see him. Yeah, I'm not, not as tall Bobby as Bobby, tall, but, but I'm like 6'2". Yeah. I get up there. You know, I try my best. All right. <laughs> We're like, what, eight minutes in now? Let's get into the Giants news. Um, let's start out with the New York Giants, 1980s, 90s, throwback uniform. They're going to be wearing them for two games in the 2022 season. Let's go. Finally, finally, after years and years of Giants fans wishing, hoping, asking, please do this. They they, they do it. Uh, and maybe that's a, a Joe Shane type of thing. I don't know. Uh, they but- do look exactly like the Bills jerseys. Have you seen those like jokes online? Have it's, you seen them on Twitter? Yeah. It, it is like, I know people are doing that to piss Giants fans off, but it, it does yeah. still piss me off because it's like, this is our 80s jersey. The Bills started wearing it in like 2011. So if anything, the Bills copied the Giants with that jersey. But it, it annoys me. Like there, you know, like I'm. I know it's a joke, I don't care. but it's still. <laughs> oh, it's annoying. Um, uh, but funny. yeah, so they're gonna wear the blue Nike jerseys with the white and red trim, along with a secondary helmet that has the Giants word mark on the side too. That's really nice. It's a different shade from the actual jersey itself. It's a little darker. I know some people are asking about that on Twitter. That's just how they were. 
But that I know that's my dad's favorite helmet of like all time. He loves that Giants helmet on the side, the dark blue. Um, so that's going to be for two home games against the Bears on October 2nd and the Washington Commanders on December 4th. Now, someone said that it would be nice if they wore that on Thanksgiving. I don't know why they're not doing that. I know they're also going to wear those whiteout color rush jerseys at some point during the season. Maybe that's during Thanksgiving. If not, it's at another point. I have a question for you. Color yeah. rush or the throwbacks? 100% the throwbacks. Really? You're saying like that the, the color, color rush? I like the color rush better. Oh, I don't know why. You were talking about how we didn't fully know who Pepper Johnson was earlier. This is going to get you, Alex. If you're, if I know. You're the, saying, old, the old heads are going to come from my head. That is... <laughs> <laughs> no, that is bad. That is bad. I like the color rush ones. I Also, I never got to see the... Do you like the, the throwback throw- ones, though? No, I like them, but yeah. I love the color rush ones. They're so cool. The white It's just the... Yeah. It's just, for me, the... The throwback uniforms, right? The 80s and 90s. It's not like I watched them in the 80s and 90s. So it's like it doesn't it feel the same to, to me. do with that though. It's like, they look cool, but I think the color rush looks even cooler. Just I, in my opinion. Like a little bit. A little bit. Not too much. I, don't know. I know. Unpopular opinion, Alex, here. Yeah. I, I mean, good for you to, to, to stick with it. Hey. I love. I speak my mind. These throwback jerseys. So, you know. Yeah. Don't I, post this clip on Twitter and get people hating on me, Josh. Please don't do that. That might be my next social media move. <laughs> don't, um, don't do that. <laughs> but yeah, and, and if you even see in the throwback jerseys, did you see in the behind the collar? Uh, it says once a giant, always a giant. That's a nice touch addition there. Um, so yeah, that that's super cool stuff with the jerseys. So that was um yes. The Giants will also have game day events around those classic matchups to encapsulate a celebration of that successful era that was when jordan ron on um and i think they're they're giving out they're giving out something to to the people who attend those games that's something about giants history so they look super clean i love it and um i mean alex whenever you're ready we can go into the next piece of giants news here yeah, I'm still even looking at the throwback and the uh, color rush ones. I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to make sure I'm not insane. I still agree with what I just said. Okay, I'm not, I'm not going to change my mind. No one's going to make me change my mind. All right. So next um, thing we have here. I know this is a bit delayed now uh, in terms of you know when this happened, but the Giants have agreed two terms with second round wide receiver uh, from Kentucky, Wandell Robinson, and fourth round safety from Iowa. Dane Belton on their rookie deals, and that wraps up the Giants' draft class in terms of signing them officially. Uh, obviously, it doesn't really matter too much, but um, I mean, I guess there's something that you uh, see there that's exciting for some. Anyway, I'm, I'm going to get, I'm mad about this. Josh, Josh, I saw this and I started screaming to Josh about it. Chris Canty makes one of the worst takes of all time. I agree with this with his top five most overrated players in the NFL. He has Saquon Barkley as number two. Saquon Barkley is not even rated. He doesn't even play. He hasn't played. He's barely played over the past three seasons. How can he be overrated? <laughs> it just makes no sense whatsoever. I don't even know who Chris Canty is, to be honest. I'm going to be like completely honest. I've never heard of him. That's And I'm not trying to be... What? No, I'm, I'll let you finish. What? And I'm going to... No, just keep going. And all I was going to say is... I saw it and I was like, oh my God, this is ridiculous. Um, Alex, Chris Canty was a former New York Giant who won the Super Bowl with them in 2011. In 2011, he actually registered a career high mark in tackles with 47 and four sacks. And 
You just made the same face that you made when Rondell Robinson was picked by the New York Giants. This is becoming a Twitter clip or even a TikTok clip. Well, now I look stupid. Well, now I look a little bit stupid. Yeah, you look really In total in his NFL career, 354 tackles, 22 and a half sacks, five forced fumbles, 19. Like, no, not a Hall of Famer, but former football player played on a bunch of teams, I believe. Yeah. Cowboys, Giants, Patriots, Ravens, and even won a Super Bowl with the Giants. And that was probably one of, if not his best season. Um, and now he's currently, obviously, a, a uh, ESPN reporter, or I guess host or contributor to ESPN. Uh, on-air talent is what he says on his, uh, on his Twitter. Yeah, that's kind of sad hmm. for you. Anyway, I'm going to go to the... Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go to the thing now, not to embarrass you a little, a little bit more. Chris Ganty ranks his top five most overrated players in the NFL. This whole list basically is, is wrong. Like, I don't know if he doesn't understand what the term overrated is. Dak Prescott, injured. I mean, I, I can understand how you would kind of say he's overrated. I, I don't know. I mean, someone commented Dak, Dak Prescott's one of the most underrated quarterbacks in the NFL. That's wrong. But Christian McCaffrey, injured again. But when he's healthy, he's like the number one running back in the NFL. So I, I just I have no idea where he's coming at. Saquon hasn't played at all. So like Alex said, he's either underrated or just like normally rated. There's it makes no sense. Khalil Mack, I mean, I guess he's overrated. Maybe one out of maybe he's right one out of five. And then Derwin James is like correctly rated. No one overweights Der, Derwin James, the safety from the Chargers. I'd say he's underrated. When is Derwin James talked about ever? Like he's never talked about in the mainstream media. I, I don't understand where he gets the term overrated for any of these guys, but I don't know. I know these other players that aren't Saquon is is not Giants news, but I mean, we had to just talk about it as a whole because it's top five most overrated players. Saquon's one of them, but the others just don't make sense either. I, I hmm. It confuses me. Anyway, going from one of the uh, worst takes of all time to um, one of the, I guess, worst pieces of news to hear within days of training camp beginning is an injury. And that's an injury to most likely a starter on this team. So the rookies reported to training camp on Tuesday this week, like I mentioned. Uh, and Zach Rosen... Uh, Rosenblatt said the Giants put rookie tight end Daniel Bellinger with a quad injury on the pup list today. He can be activated at any point between now and the start of the season. If not, he'll have to miss a minimum of four weeks. Um, Also, some personal news with Rosenblatt. I I saw in a tweet this afternoon that he's going to move on from NJ Advanced Media and said he can't wait to share what he's doing soon. So I'm very interested. I hope he's still covering the Giants. He's one of my favorite beat reporters for the team. Uh, I just hope he's doing it either with another source or whatever he's doing, but I wish him good luck. Really great reporter. Uh, and hopefully he doesn't release what he's doing, you know, when this, you know, but after we record, you shouldn't have even mentioned it, you know, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, and then another giants reporter, uh, Patricia Trana, I believe she's works for sports illustrated. Uh, she said quick reminder about the pup list. So a player placed on pup in training camp counts against the 90 man roster. He can come off the list anytime uh, he can pass a physical. If he starts the season on pup, he doesn't count against the roster. Plus, he can't come off pup for a minimum of six weeks. So if anyone understood that, <laughs> basically, 
Pop is physically unable to perform, by the way. By the way, yes. Good, good. Uh, by the way. Addition there. Uh, <laughs> so in training camp, if, you know, Bellinger's on the list, it counts against the roster. And the 90 men, at least. So it shouldn't be that big of a deal because it's a 90 man roster. It's a huge roster. He can come off the list anytime uh, during training camp. But then once it hits that season mark, he doesn't count against the 53 man roster once the regular season begins. But he cannot come back for at least four weeks. So he has to wait those four weeks out, and then he can come back. Which sucks because if we put him on the pup list to start the regular season and he's healthy by week two, he can't play. So that's something definitely to note. Um, and it definitely made us think when we were talking about our 53-man roster. So I'll put that out there. Alex, any thoughts? Any thoughts? Just thoughts in general. I mean, to be honest, it's upsetting. It's disappointing, obviously. I don't really have any other thoughts. I think this tight end room is going to be hurt massively by that. But uh, hopefully it is a short stint on the pup list, as uh, you mentioned before. Hopefully he's back uh, and won't be on the pup list going into the uh, when the roster is announced, if that makes any sense. I think that's it uh, from me about that. I don't really have it. I hate talking. Injuries suck, man. Injuries suck. Yeah, um, especially to rookies. I mean, the guy hasn't even got a shot yet. Just McKinney, started training That camp. was terrible with McKinney oh, yeah. last or two years ago. Ugh, that was terrible. And now, of course, he's turning into a great player, but that was sure. frustrating too. It feels Matt, like that Matt all over Parrot again. Last year. If you remember, Matt. Yeah, well, that was his second year, though, wasn't it? True. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. so. But yeah, second still, year. Yeah, know, still annoying. Thought, thought of an injury off the top of my head. Yes, injuries suck, um, as we know from our wide receiving core. So we're going to get to that 53-man roster in a second. But first, support for this podcast, The Giant Take, is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels, Manscaped's performance package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle, Join over 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code GIANTTAKE at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, I can do 6 times 2. That's about 12 million balls. The performance package 4.0 has arrived, and oh man, it's a game changer. Inside this package, you'll find their lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker, ear hair and nose trimmer, crop preserver, ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold all your goodies. First off, the Lawn Mower 4.0. This trimmer is the future of grooming and, dare I say, the greatest ball trimmer ever. Their fourth-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to the advanced skin-safe technology. Lawn Mower 4.0 is waterproof and also has a 4,000K, 4, is that what it is, LED spotlight, um, you, can you bring it into the pool though? We discussed this last time. I mean, you can if you want to. Mm, okay. Shower lights off. You need a more precise, uh, a four hundred k four thousand k LED spotlight um, to help you get a more precise shave. Because the trimmer is waterproof, you can say goodbye to the mess on the bathroom floor. If you thought that was good, but want to take your grooming game even further to the next level, the Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Weed Whacker Nose, Ear, and Hair Trimmer. The Weed Whacker is also waterproof and provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps reduce nicks, snags, tugs in those delicate nose holes. Their Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner will change the way you approach your hygiene routine. Alex's favorite part of this ad. Trust me when I say this, fellas, your balls will thank you. And don't worry, 
for all those who are listening, he just laughed. You know, Alex just erupted in laughter. I did not erupt in laughter. I just grinned. I grinned. It's a big grin. It's my favorite part of the whole thing. It's just because I'm saying it. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their performance package 4.0, the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. Bring your comfort and boxers to another level. It's time to take care of yourself, so go to manscaped.com and get 20% off plus free shipping with the code GIANT. Take my final call to action here. Said it already, I say it again. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code GIANTTAKE at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code GIANTTAKE. Unlock your- I'm going to do it. I'm sorry. How many percent and what's the code? Because you said it three times. It's funny. 20% off, code GIANTTAKE. Unlock your confidence and always... Use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. All right, let's go to our 53-man roster uh, pre, pre-training uh, camp, even though it's during training camp. I, I, I feel weird saying that, but basically it's our part two. Uh, Pre-full training camp. There we go. Yeah, it's our 2022 53-man roster predictions part two. Um, so let's do it. We might even have a part three. Who knows? I, I, I assume we will, right? Right before... The 53-man roster comes out. We'll probably have a final one. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, we probably will. Yeah, because we're going to have all the... We'll get all the tips and tricks and all that from uh, reporters and and our own eyes when we go to training camp about, um, you know, who's doing what, where, when, why. Um, And then hopefully we can use that knowledge to get all of them right. Hopefully this is all right, and then we won't even have to worry about it. But uh, Alex, you ready to start with quarterbacks and we'll move down from there? I am more than ready. So with the QB position, Josh and I tossled over this for a little while. There could be two. There could be three. We ended up going with three, uh, that being Daniel Jones, Tyrod Taylor, and Davis Webb. Uh, I think, you know, we were discussing could Davis Webb be on the practice squad or just not make the team altogether? Possibly, but we think he's going to make the 53-man roster. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it for QBs. I'm going to go to running backs because I don't need to wait for Josh, to be honest. I don't need to wait for him. Running backs, Saquon Barkley, Matt Breida, Antonio Williams, and Jeremiah Hall, uh, the undrafted free agent out of Maryland who has fullbacks and fullback and tight end flexibility, which is something that, uh, Brian Dable has stated that he would like, uh, a fullback in his roster for this season. So, He is, as the only fullback on the roster, pretty much automatic based on the words of Brian Dable. So we'll have to see what happens. We could see another fullback come into training camp uh, to compete with Hall. So we'll see how that all ends up. But we do go uh, with Williams over uh, players like Joshua Corbin, uh, Gary Brightwell, uh, and those guys. So there's probably another name I'm forgetting. But that's who we're going with for our four running backs. Very nice, very nice. I'll go the next, uh, probably just wide receiver. We'll see. Uh, wide receiver is really tough because last season, and we really took this into consideration, last season the New York Giants had um, a lot of injury problems with their wide receivers. So we were like, okay, are they going to get injured again this year? Like, how is that going to go? So what we ended up doing is we did, we were like, do we do six or seven, six or seven, six or seven? We ended up with six. Kenny Galladay. Sterling Shepard, Kadarius Toney, Wandell Robinson. Those are the main guys. After that point, it's a little shaky. Alex won't agree with this, but it's true. And it it is so true. Yes, Darius Slayton, he's making our 53-man roster. 
Is it a question mark if he's going to actually make the roster? Yes. No, it, it no, no, it is. no, no. It is. No. You, I don't think you get this. There is a chance Darius Layton does not make this roster. Do I have to say it again? Do I have to say this again? I, I, I Say it. He, say it. Darius Slayton, over the past three years, has been our most consistent wide receiver. Yes, he had a couple of bad drops last season. We all have bad games. I don't understand. Why is no one going after... Why is no one like, well, Daniel Jones might not make the roster, or why is no one like... Well, they're saying this is Daniel Jones' last year, is what they're saying. Well, you could also say, who's another player that played really bad last year at times, right? Kadarius Toney, right? He didn't stay on the field, so why should he make the roster? Like, it's stupid. He was injured. It's stupid. It's our first-round pick. At least, at least, uh, what's his name? There's no strings attached with Slayton. At least Darius... Pick... Contract. There is no strings attached with Slayton. There is no penalty really for cutting him besides a couple thousand, hundred thousand dollars, whatever, which in football is not that much. It, it, it doesn't, Alex, it doesn't make sense that you don't get it. <laughs> Darius Slayton in his rookie season and his sophomore season had 750 yards and eight He's touchdowns in, the depth in his chart. rookie season. You have Kenny Galladay. He's the guy we signed for four years, $72 million. You're yeah. Sterling Shepard. He's he the oldest guy in the locker room or one of the oldest wide receivers, right? He, he's a veteran. He's up there uh, on the depth chart. Kadarius Toney, who's our first-round pick from last year. Wondell Robinson, our second-round pick from this year. Then it's Darius Slayton. Can you at least agree that those four guys are higher on the depth chart than Darius Slayton? Yeah. Okay. But Darius Slayton has the best connection with Daniel Jones. We've seen that throughout. He has the gr- best connection. And it, it just makes no sense to let him go. We're not even paying him that much. He's We're a not. very good wide. He's an above average wide receiver, in my opinion, in the NFL. I think he, or maybe average, right? I don't think, it just, I don't understand. Like, there's no reason to get rid of him. Why is anyone saying, oh, but just remember my the mind. Or- <laughs> I'm done talking about it. I can't anymore. The only reason Darius Slayton did lead the Giants in yards is because everyone else was injured. And at some point, yeah. wasn't he and the injured best, too? Yes, but isn't availability the best thing for a right. wide receiver? Well, what I'm saying is if, if these guys are on the field and they stay healthy, Slayton shouldn't be there. That's a huge if. Darius Slayton has the best record of health out of any of the wide receivers on our team, bar maybe Wondell Robinson, but we haven't seen him in the NFL yet in terms of injuries. I know in college he wasn't terrible with injuries, but Darius Slayton is our is our, uh, what do you say? He's our go-to guy because he's always available. Last year was Colin Johnson, honestly. Yeah, but availability is his greatest strength, and that's something that the Giants just don't have at wide receiver. He's bet Darius Slayton on the field is better than Kenny Galladay, Kadarius Toney, Sterling Shepard, any other wide receiver that's not on the field, and that's basically the end of my argument. All right. I can't, I can't with people. Anytime I see someone say they should cut Darius Slayton or trade Derek, like it makes my blood boil. It makes me steam comes out of my ears. And you know, I'm, I'm done and you that. know, I'm not one of those people. I just, I, I know you're not. Right. What I am is I'm a believer in. I wouldn't say a believer in change, but I, I, I. You're a person right now that in this argument you think it's impossible. There's no way it's gonna happen. It's, if they did that, I would lose my freaking mind. I would lose it. You thought Wondell Robinson reaction? I would lose my mind if they cut him. We should definitely I would record l- our reactions to the roster when it comes. I out. would lose my mind 
if he gets caught. Keep that in the back of your mind for content, uh, recording our reactions. When oh, it you'll comes get out. plenty of content if that happens. So yeah, wide receivers, we have six, Kenny Galladay, Sterling Shepard, Darius, Tony Wandell Robinson, Darius Slayton, and Richie James. The reason we put James on there compared to CJ Board, he's a big name that we took off. He had a lot of action, um, I think last year, right? The past couple years, maybe. Colin Johnson, David Sills, those guys. Richie James is our special team guy now. Punt returner, kick returner. That's why he's there. Tight ends, we have three. Ricky Seals-Jones, Jordan Akins, and then when the Daniel Bellinger news came out, I got a little nervous because I was like, if you're going to put him on the pup list this early, two days into training camp, he's out for the first four weeks. But it means he has time to recover, though, if you think about it that way. Right. So Alex calmed me down, and he was like, listen, Josh, take a deep breath here. Don't be insane. Leave him there. So we're leaving Bellinger there. No Chris Myrak or Myrick. We were going to put him on there and just say that Bellinger on the pup list. But Alex has confidence, and I'll trust him that Bellinger will be back before the regular season starts. And I would that would be great. Um, and for the O-line guy that he is, I, I should give him the floor to do so. Alex, take over for uh, who we got here making the team. All right, so offensive line, I'm going to read in order kind of of positions here. I'm just going to do the tackles and then the interior guys. I don't know why I'm like explaining all of this. So we've got Andrew Thomas, Evan Neal, Matt Ga- uh, Macano, Mark Lewinsky, John Feliciano, Josh Azudu, Shane Lemieux, Max Garcia, and Marcus McKeithen. Before everyone freaks out, we have Nick Gates and Matt Pear starting the season on the pup list. That's why we do not have them in the roster. If either of those two do come in, uh, either Matt Parrott could possibly replace Gano. We didn't really think about it because we, we're assuming that he's not. Um, but, you know, just spoiler, you know, It's a really warning quick flash. Re- recovery time from, uh, what is it, torn ACL? I yeah, think. and that was like, what, mid-season last year? It was so, like in December. So if he comes yeah. back in August from that, it's a really quick recovery time. And Nick, and Nick Gates obviously had that awful injury, so I doubt he was going to be ready. Yeah. I'm actually like really almost certain that he's not going to be ready. I mean, but again, like we said when it happened, I mean, amazing for him to still, because remember the whole thing was like there was a chance that he would never be able to walk again, and then he's able to walk again, and he still wants to freaking play football and get out there on the field. So just a great comeback story overall if he, if he does come back in and eventually start for the team. Yeah, for sure. That would definitely be – a very inspirational story for sure. Defensive line now. We're shifting from the offensive line to the defensive line. We've got Dexter Lawrence, Leonard Williams, Jahad Ward, Justin Ellis, not Jabari Ellis. We did, Josh, did we ever figure out if they're brothers or not? Do we know? Do we know if they're brothers? I don't think they are brothers. I could look it up, but... Uh, I don't think they're brothers? All right. Well, we have Justin Ellis and then DJ Davidson, the fifth round pick out of Arizona State rounding out the five defensive linemen there. Um, While Josh figures that out, I'm going to talk a little bit about Jahad Ward, who obviously was um, talking about Kayvon Thibodeau and was kind of saying, like, we're going to have him ready. We're going to make sure he's focused. Um, And I think that kind of leader is going to be key in the locker room. So that's why we had him. Justin Ellis has history with Baltimore. uh, And DJ Davidson obviously was a draft pick from this year. So we have him making the roster. And that is basically it. You could consider Jahad Ward a bit of more of like a linebacker slash edge type guy, but we have him here on the defensive line. It doesn't really matter at the end of the day uh, what category you put him in as long as he's one of the 53. That's what really matters. Josh, do we know if they are brothers or not? This is what we're, this is so what we're all waiting for. Justin Ellis 
as we know, had um, history, not history, but he's been in the NFL for a while now. I believe he's 31 years old. Yeah. Jabari Ellis really has nothing on him because I, I think he was an undrafted signing, an undrafted free agent signing. Okay, this so year. I think they're not brothers. So I looked at his Wikipedia and there's nothing about siblings on there or like, you know, they have the personal section and personal life mm-hmm. section on Wikipedia. There is really nothing on. There's his high school where he apparently did track and field. Um, but for there's no Wikipedia page for Jabari Ellis, and on the Wikipedia page for Justin Ellis, there is no mention of siblings. And then on Google, it just has his parents. So I'm just gonna go on a limb, so, on a limb, and say no, no relation. Here's the thing, though, we're bringing up these things. I haven't seen any other Giants podcast reporters, <laughs> anybody bring any of this up. We're getting to the important things here, Josh. No one else knows. This is what matters here: Are they brothers or are they not? We'll find out. Hopefully, probably not. Well, but that I, you know, can we trust message ourselves? Your nearest just Giants. <laughs> can we say we just found out? Can we trust our our guts here? No, we have no guts. Well, we we don't have a gut to go to. Message your uh, your nearest Giants beat writer and ask them to ask that in the next press conference. Uh, you know, we'll see what happens there. Anyway, Josh, you want to do linebackers? Yeah, I think I should take over here. We have ten linebackers, which I believe is a little different than our part one. I think we only had nine, or did we have eleven? I think there's a little bit of a number change there. Yeah. Um, I think we added one, so I think it's I think we now added ten instead. We added one edge, so we have edge and linebacker separated, just for my brain and my brain only. But also because and also. I, I do want to like disclaimer out here before you start. One of our people we have like in the edge categories, Cam Brown, he is flexibility on the inside and edge. So that's kind of why we put him in there. So sure. before Josh reads that, just want to, you know, put disclaimer out there before people, Cam Brown is an interior linebacker. How dare you say he's an edge? All right, go ahead. I'm, I'm going crazy today. Um, <laughs> can't get over that one yeah so <laughs> it's it's more for for me separating the edge and linebacker because obviously that's not how it comes out in the actual roster but i think it's also good his brain for, can't handle yeah, it yeah but for the listeners <laughs> and watchers to like separate i agree them, i agree easier. um so edge cave on it makes it easier for us too oh my gosh edge cave on thibodeau aziz Jalari, quincy roche ellerson smith toman fox and cam brown that's six um toman fox we had on the other one too we've heard a lot of little tidbits about him so my fan favorite i'm a fan favorite of his i'm a fan of him there's, he's not a fan favorite i'm a fan of him there's there we go. two of those there's another one coming up that we had a really big discussion about uh and then linebackers <laughs> there's four blake martinez tay crowder micah mcfadden and darian beavers so tay crawford as dave gettleman would say of course oh yeah just yeah yeah yes. just a funny you remember when he said that, that was pretty funny tay crawford. throwback all right Throwback, throwback right Thursday. There. Not, that any, not that, yeah, throwback Thursday. There you go. But not anything you want to throw back to because it's just not a good time to throw back to. That was just a very disappointing time in Giants history, even though it was like two years ago now. Anyway, defensive backs, we have 10 of them. Uh, we also split those into corners and safeties. Again, so Josh and other people who want to, you know, sort it in their mind. I also think it needs to be sorted like this, if I'm being completely honest. So as much as I'm making fun of Josh, I also agree. Anyway, corners, we have six of them. So we got Adoree Jackson, Aaron Robinson, Cordell Flott, Darnay Holmes, Radarius Williams, and Maurice Kanady. Kanady is how you say it? Yeah, I assume it's Kennedy, Kanady. Kanady, Kanady. So he has history with the Ravens from 2016-2019, so that's why we selected him. 
um, and had some decent experience then. Had a couple like off seasons since then, um, but hopefully gets back into the flow of things with Wink as DC. That was a. Um, it, can we stick with cornerbacks yeah. just for a minute? Because I think that was a big decision there. Um, I, well, I was actually going to go before you say that. I was going to recap like the other three guys we were talking about. So Aaron Robinson, Cordell Flott, and Darnay Holmes, all natural slot corners. Um, but we are, you know, we have to have them, unfortunately, because <laughs> uh, that's just kind of our, our who we have. I think Cordell Flott and Aaron Robinson both have the potential to play on the outside. So we'll see what happens in training camp with that. Uh, Darnay Holmes is a strictly inside guy. So uh, we were talking about that with Bobby in our last episode, right, with the interview with him. So make sure to go check that if you check that out if you're interested. But sure. um, yeah, certainly interesting how this cornerback group is going to line up when you really only have two. Uh, two pure outside guys, and one of those being your CB6. Um, it's definitely going to be interesting. Yeah, I, and I think this was a um, an interesting position because there's always a lot of cornerbacks. It's like wide receivers and cornerbacks are the two positions that there's a lot of right going into training camp. Jaron Williams was a guy that we took off our list. I think he was in the other one, I believe. he was He was in our part one. I don't know for sure on that. I think he was. Yes, we had Jaron Williams. He has. He looks to be more of a safety now, though, it seems. Who knows? Though. Right, but we're also not having him make the roster at all because um, he's suspended, I believe, for the first two games of the 2022 oh, yeah. season for the uh, performance. No, 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 not him. It wasn't him. It was uh, another guy. It wasn't him. I I don't want to make like false accusations about yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, I'll, that's I'll look it serious. up while you go to this. It's... Um, it's a linebacker. It's one of the inside linebackers, I believe. I think it was. I'm Jaren pretty sure. Williams. But anyway, I'll con- I'll continue if it. If it was Jaron Williams, then okay. I'm almost positive it's not Jaron Williams. All right, continue. All right, so for safeties here, I have we have four. So this was a big contention. I'll get to the three that were pretty obvious: Xavier McKinney, Julian Love, and Dane Belton, the fourth round pick out of Iowa. But the fourth guy. We eventually ended up with Yusuf Corker out of Maryland, uh, the undrafted free agent. Josh wanted Henry Black very, very oh, much. Completely right. I convinced him otherwise. But, but uh, yeah, so that's how we went for for the four safeties. So who was it? Completely right. Um, my apologies to uh, Jaron Williams yeah. completely. Yeah. And you are correct. He is converting to, w- to safety. And he could very well still be on the practice squad. We don't have him making the roster, but he's only 25 mm-hmm. years old. Um, the correct player in that sense is Justin Hillard. Um, Justin Hillard, that's yes. who it was, yes. So who, Who's the linebacker? Jaron Williams is completely clean, as we know, as far as we know, in terms of his suspension. Why would you even add that at the end? I don't even know what else. <laughs> that was really bad. Yeah, but on June he's, 17th... He has not been found guilty of any drug violations. By the NFL. Better. There we go. June 17, 2022, Justin Hiller was suspended for the first two games of the 2022 regular season for violating the NFL's policy on performance-enhancing substances. Um, and he's a linebacker, like Alex was saying, and that's why we didn't have him making the roster. But anyway, let me let me get to my safeties talk now. This was the biggest, funny enough, argument of the entire 53-man roster. Okay. I believe that Henry Black, who is a 25-year-old safety who's coming from the Green Bay Packers, who actually has experience playing in the NFL, should be the last safety on this list. Now, Alex disagrees, and that's why Yusuf Corker's there. My argument is Yusuf Corker has 
only played with the Giants practicing, has no in-game experience in the NFL. And I think Corker... He's a rookie. What do you want? Let me finish. I think Corker can stick around on the practice squad. But why have him take up one of these 53? Only We only have 53. Only 53. We have to cut from 90 to 53. It's a big margin. If we only have 53 spots, why give it to an undrafted rookie? It, it, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. And that's why I believe Henry Black should make it because... I don't think, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't think any other teams are running after Yusuf Corker to sign them on their 53-man roster. I think you can put him on your practice squad, and it would be completely fine. He, I don't think he'll be going anywhere. The difference is Black is actually a safety that has played in the NFL, and I, I just don't agree with you with that. <laughs> yeah, so. I disagree. Well, I think I watched really? Corker's film, and I thought he was a, in a very interesting player in terms I think he has a lot of upside. I, I'm not going to say he's the best right now. Great. Sign to the think, practice squad. Great. I'm glad right. he has upside. But sign then how the do you know? What if, he go, what if he signs with another? If you sign him to the 53-man roster, then he's definitely here. You sign him to the practice squad, he might not be here. And what if he turns into the next Derwin James? Who knows? Well, one of the most – one of Chris Canty's most overrated players in the NFL. Yeah. Um, all right. And then special teams, the same three. Graham Gano, Casey Kreider, and Jamie Gillen. Um that completes our 53-man roster predictions, part two. No love to the special teams? You're just going to go right through them? I mean, well, Graham Gano is the guaranteed kicker. Yeah, Mr. Mr. 100%. Uh, Casey Kreider is the long snapper, as always. Okay. And then Jamie Gillen's our new the, punter. Uh, yeah, our new punter, Jamie Gillen. Yeah, give love to Jamie Gillen. All right. Well, he's not even that good, Alex, as you literally said when we yeah, signed I know, him. I remember we signed bad. him and you were like, he's not a good punter. No, he's not a good punter. But maybe he improves. Who knows? Maybe he's better than Riley Dixon. That won't be that hard to beat. Um, <laughs> I think I'm better than Riley Dixon. <laughs> New York Giants 2022. 53-man roster predictions part two has concluded. All right. So we're past that part. Let's get to some plugs here before we get out. You can follow us on Twitter and TikTok, The Giant Take Pod, on Instagram and Facebook, The Giant Take Podcast. Alex on Twitter at Anorian23. I'm on Twitter at Joshola29. You can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to find out most places to listen or watch. Then go to shippitstudios.com slash The Giant Take. And subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Giant Take Podcast on YouTube. With that being said, give us five stars. We'd really appreciate it if you're enjoying the content. And uh, I will send it to my co-host, Alex, to wrap things up completely. Thank you, everyone, for listening to today's episode. And we'll see everyone next time with training camp coverage as it all starts for this Giants 2022-2023 NFL season. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. 
Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.